Hello and welcome to the Believe Crew podcast. The business is you. I'm Jamie White, founder of Believe Crew and your host. Let's jump right in. Today I have Hannah McKittrick here and she offers cooking online in a virtual container and then at the end offers a retreat for the people that have joined her in their group. And ever since I met her, it's been inspiring me to think differently. I didn't ever have that as a bucket list item until meeting you and then realizing like, actually, that's something I want to do in the future. I'm not there right now, but something, you know, got to have those things that we're working towards. And I think some of the things that you make aren't necessarily the things that um, my boys are ready for. (laughs) So with six boys, sometimes I'm making pasta, mac and cheese a little bit more than I'm interested in. And so exploring a new... um, (laughs) Food group, food palette uh, will be something that I'll be ready for <laughs> in a couple totally, of years. Totally. So tell us a little bit about how you got into this business and where where it comes from. It just feels like it's something that's from the heart and it's like following a dream. But is that true? It's totally true. Like if you had asked me five years ago, or no, if you told me five years ago that I'd be doing what I'm doing now, I would say, yeah right. Like I literally, I've always loved cooking. I love it so much. And so I didn't really know that you could have cooking be a grown up job and like, not that being a chef is not a grown up job, but like be like a sustainable job where you're not on your feet all day. And so, you know, out of college, I took a lot of traditional paths in the workforce and I was working in corporate catering sales and, food marketing. And, and so, you know, I was kind of trying to find my way around it. Um, and I've always been really into like wellness and mind body connection and yoga and nutrition, especially since I have Crohn's disease and actually learned in the field, how to heal my own gut with food. Um, and I really started studying nutrition even more in um, 2018 when I was at a corporate job that I wasn't in love with and I had a lot of free time. So I was taking courses online um, and I eventually actually went to the Academy of Healing Nutrition in London um, and also culinary school in Italy. So these are all my like ways of trying to feed my passion while I was still working um, my full-time corporate jobs. I was like going to Italy and learning about Western medicine and Eastern medicine. And then finally one day I was like, wait a second, I want to combine all of these. I want healthy cooking. I want nutrition. I want Italy. I want retreats. I want wellness. Boom, done. And like, it was, it was clear as day. And then it's like, I'm sure a lot of us can relate. It's like you have this big dream and you like name it. And then it's like, wait, like, how do I do that? Like, no, I can't do that. No, no, that's stupid. Like, no, that'll never work. Um, But I just like that. That was how it was born, honestly. And then I kept just putting one foot in front of the other. That's so beautiful. And it it checks so many boxes, right? Like giving us hope that whatever our dream is, whatever that whisper of desire is, that if we just keep following that path, that eventually we'll, it will lead somewhere that we couldn't have imagined. And I love what you said, like if somebody would have asked you or somebody would have even told you 
five years ago that that it just it wouldn't have even probably been believable, right? Like, <laughs> wait, what? No, that's for somebody else, not me. Yeah, and like, I, I didn't want to start a business. Like, mm. I wanted like I I wanted. I wanted security. I wanted stability. I wanted like a, you know, someone else to tell me what to do. Um, but now that I have one, I'm like, oh my God, like I, I, like I, I can't imagine it any other way because I, I like really can bring all of my passions, all of my gifts, all of my strengths and like use that to light up my clients. So let's talk about that a little bit. What is the difference between being in corporate, having a job and still pursuing your passions versus like some people would say, don't make your passion your job because then, you know, it's just going to become work and you're not going to enjoy it as much. Well, their passion's not big enough then. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So being corporate I would be working, you know, nine to six, sometimes seven, eight at night. And I'm someone who is very creative and very efficient. So I would get into the office and I would get my stuff done by 11 a.m. And then I was like, what do I do now? And the culture there was you sit at your desk until it's time to go. And so that sucked out my soul and like, there's no way around it. Um, And and honestly, that's when I really started getting into yoga because I I kept like, I kept applying for like other jobs, like wellness jobs, like jobs with good corporate cultures, jobs that had unlimited vacation, like any other job. And it kept being like, no, 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 no. And like my resume was great. So finally I was like, okay, this, this feels just like a sign to just stay put, make the most of it. And that's when I really started getting into yoga and all of that stuff. And having my own business and making it about my passion, it's like, it's so, it's so fun. And like, I get, I get to be as creative as I want. I get to do as much work as I want. I get to do it when I do it and not just for the sake of doing it. Like I get to do it to create and to like bring more life into the world and more um, joy is kind of what, and more yummy food. And it's like, you know, when I went to culinary school in Italy, I was 23. And the way that I described it was that every day I would wake up and it would be the best day of my entire life. And then I'd go to sleep and I'd wake up and it'd be the best day of my entire life for three months straight. And I actually got a a tattoo on the back of my neck and like, I'm not a tattoo person, but I got one there. And it says Dolce Vita, which means sweet life. And I got it to remind myself how sweet life can be and to like never forget that. And so it really set the bar for me, honestly, of like how good life can be. And then you go back to work and it's like, "Mm, wait a second. And I, I didn't want to settle. I didn't want to settle. And so that is part of the gift of creating your own business is like, you get to make, you get to make it as good as you want it. 
What was the difference between London and Italy for you? Hmm. Italy was euphoric. London was interesting. And in like in, in like a actually like it was really interesting. Like I was learning about ancient Chinese herbs and um like the different Ayurveda medicine and and really like these ancient ancient philosophies. And I met really cool people, like really like-minded people who were into that. Uh, so like that community was really cool for me. And I actually think that was the first time I was submerged in a community like that. Um, it, and it was also, it was very, very complicated. Like I don't, I don't really teach Chinese medicine right now. Um, so it was, it was again like it was interesting to learn about but it was very very complicated to the point where like I couldn't really see myself coming home and telling a client to go get like ashwagandha to do xyz you know what I mean um like maybe there was like five things that I could like actually like digest and take away and bring home but at the end of the day it actually led me to part of what I do teach for nutrition, which is very, very, very simple, which is our vegetables and whole foods as like the baseline for nutrition. And in London, they taught about the longevity diet, um, which again, just focuses on whole grains and cooked vegetables. And they do all that other stuff with like the Chinese herbs and like totally time and place for that but it wasn't it's not my specialty in teaching I like to kind of simplify it um and it kind of fueled my fire as to why I like to have it simplified um because it's easier for people to understand so London was like that and Italy was more like um let me sit back relax and enjoy the ride and like all all throughout school I was so diligent about taking all these notes and like getting a good grade and like like learning for the sake of getting a good grade and so in Italy I allowed myself to just sit back and learn like not to memorize it not to be hard on myself like I really just enjoyed it and it was I mean it, it, it's in southern Italy and it's the, the view is breathtaking the people became family and um it it definitely changed my life and it's it's where I bring my clients on retreat now like it's I never knew it could change my life that much either and so um Italy is more etched into my soul and London was more like a ooh, let's try this on I just recently heard that northern Italy and southern Italy actually have a bit of a competition when it comes to food is there any truth to that that you're aware of Every town in Italy has a competition when it's Oh, that's hilarious. I have a bit of Italian, so I connect with this food conversation, whether or not, you know, I know how to cook at this level. Totally. It's like people in America like to say Italian food and people in Italy are like, well, you know, there's 13 different regions in Italy and there's 13 different Italian cuisines. Honestly, it's like whether you're in Napoli or Milano or Calabrese, that they're all very different. And everyone thinks that theirs is right and no one wants to meet in the middle. So that's why they have like all the different, you know, that's hilarious. Yeah. So going back to you starting this business, how long ago was it? And what was the journey like in terms of what you thought it was going to be? And then what it actually was for the first 15 months or so. 
Sure. So the idea, like the crystal clear idea came three years ago. I I had like flirted with the idea. It's in like some of my manifesting journals, but I just, I vividly remember this moment where, where it was during the pandemic and I was like, wait, like this, it like, it just hit in a different way. And so that was three years ago. And then I hired my first coach um, who specialized in teaching soul aligned entrepreneurs how to run retreats. And the first like year of coaching wasn't really about business. It was, and I'm sure all entrepreneurs can relate to this. It's like, um, once you decide to to start a business, like all your shit comes up and you gotta, you gotta deal with that before you can you know, sell something. So I kind of did that whole thing, like looked at myself, you know, um, for the first couple of months and honestly gave myself a lot of space to like gestate on the idea and percolate on it and get clear on what I wanted, what my mission was, like what even I would be selling because I didn't know what I would be selling. And I have, I still have tons of Google Docs, like from my, I'd go on a run and it would just be like, whew, like streamlining words. I'd have to stop every second to like write website content, hypothetical website content. And then finally I got a website up and joined another business coaching program, which was a bit more masculine. It was like, kind of like, you know, do the thing. And so that actually pushed me to launch my first group program, which was about two years ago. And it was called Cookwell. And it was all about making healthy eating fun and flavorful. Like it was really simple, like tangible. And that's what we did. It was a group program. People got grocery shopping list every week and we'd meet on Zoom and we'd literally cook together. And after the first program, I was like, wait, like this, like what's happening? Because there was so much more happening than just cooking. And I I almost didn't know what was happening, but I saw the transformation that people were going through of like, oh my gosh, like I'm having so much fun. I, I don't want this to end. Like even my, even my teenagers eating this and he hates food and you know, all this stuff. And, and they were just shifting like not and when I say shift I don't mean like they were like losing weight like it wasn't like that but they're just their being was just lighter and brighter and that's when I was like I don't I don't want this to end and so that's when I really decided to um make one make the program longer make it four months and then two add a culinary and wellness retreat on at the end in Italy and so I emailed the president of where I went to school and I was like, hey, um, I was thinking of doing this like stupid idea. It's like probably stupid. You'll probably hate it. But like, what do you think? And he was like, I love it. It's great. Let's do it. Let's put it on the calendar. And I was like, okay. And like the next day I had five people sign up, like just from kind of hearing me talk about it in masterminds. And so that was my first uh, mastermind that I hosted. and. Like I said, it was a four-month program with the cooking classes, um, and then it ended with the culinary and wellness retreat in Italy. And so the more I do this work, the more I realize that cooking is really just the vehicle to bring more lightness 
into people's lives. And I, it's easy for people to understand that from a tangible level because it's like the foods that we put in our body obviously has an effect on how we live. And I focus a lot on healthy healthy gourmet foods, but it's also the energy that we put into our body. I mean, food is energy. And so one of my core, I was going to say values, but it's more just beingness. My core beingness is, is playfulness and having fun. And so that is like the container that I hold. And then people step into that container and get to entrain to being playful and being fun. And it starts in the kitchen, but it extends so much further out. And that's really amplified on the retreats. And the transformation is just like, people just get to shed all of their layers and just like literally let themselves be supported for an entire week in a group of women who like only want the best for them. And like also get wined and dined like they never thought they would before. Um, you yeah. mentioned, um, I know the name of your business has the word intuitive in it. And you mentioned um, being in a group that had a little bit more masculine approach. Were you intuitive before getting into this idea of, I want to have a business that's in the cooking wellness, everything I love space or was that sort of something that you added or um, sort of stepped into? And then how did that masculine side kind of shift things for you too? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I have always been intuitive. I've always been very in tune to people's emotions and what's going on. Um, I haven't always had the tools for it, the knowledge for it, the um, I haven't, I, I, I hadn't always honed it in this way. My business name came to me right away, my intuitive health. And I called it intuitive health because the way that I like to teach healthy cooking is like I said, pumping it with flavor and fun so that it becomes intuitive or effortless or automatic for people to repeat. Like they're not forcing themselves into like needing to be healthy, but rather they've had this experience that they just love and they want to repeat it of like, um, you know, pesto spaghetti squash with artichokes, under tomatoes, goat cheese, you know, they just want to repeat that. Yes, please. Yes, yes please. Yes. Um, as I started my business, one of my coaches is very intuitive and her business is actually called Source. So it's really about leading your business through your intuition. So that really helped me strengthen and even name some of the things that were happening that I didn't really know, like, why or, why or what they were. Um, and being in that co business coaching program that was a bit more masculine, it it was interesting because they were like, yeah, like d like private message people if they follow you and say, hey, how's it going? It, like, it's nice to see you here. And I would be like, what the hell? Like, and I would do it. I was like, okay, well, like they're telling me to do it, so I'm just gonna do it. And now 
learning more about me and my design like um I don't know if anyone here even you're into human design yes Um, yes please what are you I'm a projector (laughs) ah yes which is why you do so well at teaching in groups and helping people shine and your energy just kind of even if it's virtually you guys can just give hugs to everybody like your aura just like surrounds their space I don't know it's very different I'm a manifester so I do not have that same energy Okay. Yeah. And so for projectors in particular, we're the opposite. We The way that we thrive is the opposite from how society teaches us to thrive. So society teaches us how to thrive by go, 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 message all these people, and then you'll get this result. But projectors actually get their success from being in flow and like being in the receiving and being in their aura that just projects out and then people come in. And so that's been a learning curve in and of itself because like I can I can do 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 but that's actually not where the big success comes from. So it's been I mean I'm I'm still on that learning curve really. Um and and it's it's interesting and it's it's now that I know that I can see how my system contracted in that masculine business coaching program because I was like, I don't think that this is really what I want to do. But I didn't, again, I didn't have the words as to why I didn't want to do that. Um, so that was hard, but at the same time, it did get me to move forward and to launch my first program. And for that, I'm forever grateful because I think you can be in the ideation phase for as long as you want. And at some point you just got to, take action, messy action, we like to call it. And through that comes the clarity. So are you going to Italy then every four months? No. Well, (laughs) so I went in May and then, um, I, I, the next mastermind is beginning in January. Um, and then after that, I have a mastermind beginning in July of 2024, but that's almost actually sold out. Um, and we're going to Greece for that. Very one. cool. Yeah, so you're so starting to make containers um, that go out a little bit farther. And yeah. I mean, I know that, you know, like I said, I know that it's not something I'm ready for right now today, but in the future I am interested. So it makes sense that, you know, some people would be signing up for something to look forward to. I mean, just even looking forward to it is worth it. It's, it's looking forward to it. And it's also like getting to plan your year around going to Italy with a group of people. And like, it's, it's, it's really cool. And, and like, you know, Europe is, it's not just like taking a two hour drive and going on a retreat. Like you do kind of have to plan, especially if you have a family or a job or whatever it might be. Um, so I do find that I like to sell them in advance just for everyone to look forward to. I think it's, it's nice. And like the energy starts um, percolating the second that you commit um, to that. And like, like I was even on the phone with someone yesterday and she was just like, I want the universe to know that I'm someone who commits to going to Italy. And I was like, hell yeah. Like, cause that's, that's the energy you're putting out and that's what you'll, that's what responds to you. And then you can witness how life starts to fall into place to support that dream of yours because you declared it. So I have two questions. They're very, very different, but I don't want to forget them. So one is I want to hear a couple of more recipes 
um, that you tend to lean towards or things that you like to create with mm -hmm. the food. And then I'm also interested in what you learned about the marketing, um, you know, when you, when you stopped really leaning into the masculine side, but still really wanting to lean in from an intuitive perspective, mm -hmm. what did you find actually did work for you? Yeah. So I'll start with that latter question because it's more businessy and the other one's more fun. So um, I'm learning that if I'm in a room in person and I am talking about what I do or someone asks me, I will usually get a client. And I didn't like connect those dots before. I'm I'm still I was still like, you know, posting on Instagram, doing the whatevers, and now all of a sudden I'm realizing that my strategy is just going in person and yeah. being around people. Especially for a projector too. Like I don't know if everyone can have that strategy, but there's something yeah. Yeah, yeah or even like um I would attend a retreat and just be be being and then you know people are like what do you do and I tell them and they're like oh and that like, you know what I mean and so um the in-person thing is becoming more clear and and it wasn't clear before because I started my business during the pandemic so that wasn't even an option um and um and and I'm still I'm still in the learning phase of like you're honestly, still in the early phases for yeah. sure yeah. It's only early phases, but um, some things that I have been playing with that have gone well are doing little like, um, like in September, I'm doing a cook lighter challenge and it's a three day challenge where we meet um, three nights in a row and really like get a crash course in intuitive health and healthy cooking and, you know, fun and all that stuff and bringing light energy to your food. Um, and that's like a really low ticket offer that people can do to get a taste of it. And then they can either lean in or lean out depending on that and then go into my cook well program or my mastermind. Um, so that's, that's part of the learning curve. And I'm sure if you ask me in a year, I'll have way more things to tell you because that's just how it goes. Um, and in terms of food, so last night, um, I had a class and we did, roasted eggplant stocks with farro goat cheese and lemon arugula pesto and pistachios yum yeah yeah really, really yummy the night before we did pistachio crusted shrimp tacos with a chipotle greek yogurt slaw and avocado crema um so like both of those dishes they are so flavorful. They're really hearty, but they're using all whole ingredients. So like vegetables, nuts, grains, protein, um, a little bit of cheese. And it's just like, for instance, the shrimp, like you could bread it with breadcrumbs, but instead we ground up pistachios and use that just because it's one, one ingredient instead of breadcrumbs has multiple. Um, do you want me to keep going? <laughs> I can. This is already, yeah, there's, what you're speaking to is the stuff that, you know, I love to actually eat, but giving myself permission to do that and, and learning and exploring, um, 
it's just, it's beautiful. I think the next question that's coming to mind is um, going back to your Crohn's disease Mm -hmm. and, you know, how often are you helping other people that have physical things going on? Or is that not really an area that you have found to be a specialty area? A lot of people um, that come into my world at some point in their life have been diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder. And uh, I'm sure you've heard and they've heard that a lot of autoimmune disorders are connected to your emotions and your environment. And so one of the things I help people do is kind of not allow themselves. And I'm speaking generally, like I know there are some people with autoimmune disorders who are like in the hospital and it's very serious and, you know, they probably need more um, specialized care. So this, this definitely isn't that. Um, however, for the general population who have kind of like a little underlying autoimmune disorder, uh, what I help them to do is like not focus on that and not like identify with that and more so like come up here and like come play up here in this energy with this food and like nourishing your body from that standpoint and that infiltrates into your cells and helps with that. Um, I definitely like I'm not a doctor and like I'm not going to give medical advice to anyone, um, but I will help keep their energy clean and clear to be their healthiest self and to maybe rid their bodies of any patterns that aren't necessarily theirs. Because like for me personally, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease and I was in the hospital often. And then I learned about healthy food (laughs) and I started eating more vegetables, drinking more water, eating more whole grains and like really had that as like the base of what I ate while still adding in flexibility of homemade cookies and wine and peanut butter stuffed pretzels because I love those. And I haven't had a flare up in 11 years since I started doing that. And so part of it is on a physical level, like knowing what foods your body needs and what foods are healthy for your gut. And then the other part of it, I think is, is your state of being. And that's a little less tangible, right? Like you can't wake up and like measure, you know, what's my pH state of being. It's like, no, um, it's an ongoing practice. And that's why like a lot of my clients, like once they do a program, they kind of sign up for the next one because yeah, it's accountability to cook healthy food, but really it's accountability to like keep your vibrational frequency high. And that kind of naturally helps dissipate illnesses, you know, from a, from a very large esoteric non-medical advice level. I can tell overall that you have a gift of teaching and a gift of you know, just kind of exploring things in a new way because I can hear it even in our time together. Oh, thank you. I, I can tell it. that. Uh, do you have a desi- Do you have a defined throat in human design? Do you know? Mm, that is a good question. I have my sheet probably really close here, actually. How did you know? I do. Yeah. Because because my words are more clear when I'm around people with a defined throat. Oh, that is hilarious. <laughs> Mine's undefined. So sometimes people are like, what do you do? And I'm like, I don't know. I yeah. I, I don't 
I for like I don't know. And around you, it's like phew, phew, total download, total clarity. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's just coming out. That's so fun. Yeah, um, the only I have the the top one open, and okay. then um, in the human design, and then there's two more open. So I have three centers that are open, but everything else. Okay, is so you're mostly defined. Okay. Yeah. It's been really fun to learn that and how that impacts um, business, you know, especially for entrepreneurs. I'm not sure. Um, I mean, I think it impacts everyone, of course. But well, I, I even have all of my clients' human designs yeah. in my app yes. because it says like how they learn best, how they respond best, and it also says how they digest best. Yes, which yes. Is so cool. We have okay. So my digestion is consecutive consecutive appetite. So I don't know exactly what that means, but I'll tell you, I'm totally happy to eat all the time. If that's what this means. (laughs) It does. It means that you're good eating little things throughout the day. Yeah. And then we have one son that, um, I mean, from little on when we would have a group of people, which again, our family alone is a group. And then, you know, normally if we would sit down um, and do like a family meal, you'd want everybody to sit at the table and we kind of just learned that he didn't like to sit down with everybody else. He would come and he would go into a different room and eat, or he would, you know, eat just a tiny little bit so that you could say he was sat at the table and then he would come back later. And I don't subscribe to the um, traditional ways of thinking with like kids need to eat their entire plate. They need to eat certain things. I go with, they're intuitive. They know what they need. That's not really for me to say. And, um, and so then when we did his human design and he has closed, let's see, not closed taste. That's another one, but he has like, um, basically where he likes to eat alone. I don't yeah. remember which that one is, but it was eye opening, right? Because he was al- already doing that. But normally we would have, um, you know, maybe tried to fit him into our box. But- totally. And, and what you're saying is actually it's resonant with how I teach because people, society tries to put a box in us and tells us that you have to go on a diet to be healthy and you have to lose weight. And that's, what's going to bring you joy and you can't eat cookies. And so I help people like redefine their, their own box because one part of their box is their body. And so I make it simple vegetables, whole foods, and we make it yummy. And then the other part of their box is unique to them. It could be, they want to eat alone. It could be, they like to eat after dinner and have snacks. It could be they don't like to eat breakfast. It could be that um, they have a sweet tooth. Like, And none of that is wrong, especially when they're honoring their physical body. And so it's like learning about yourself, learning what makes you feel good and giving yourself permission to do that and the flexibility to do that, which then in turn creates not only the sustainability to maintain your healthy habits, but also the joy in maintaining your healthy habits. Mm, so beautiful. <laughs> well, I know that we could probably go on for a long time with all the things that you have, that you've learned over the years, even in your short, I mean, I don't know how old you are, but it still feels like a short lifetime. <laughs> I'm 30. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And just the the way that you're called to, you know, serve people I'm so excited about what you're creating and where you're going. Is there anything that you feel that you would like to express or that you feel has been left unsaid? Mm, I would say if anyone is on a health journey, 
and they feel like they've tried absolutely everything and they feel defeated, I would say that there is another way. That there's another way of being where you don't have to restrict all day long, where you don't have to count your calories, where you don't have to measure your chicken breast. Like there is another way where you can actually feel satisfied, nourished, fulfilled, and joyful in your life while and not compromise your physical health or your emotional health. Um, and so, yeah. Thank you for that. And um, if people would like to get a hold of you, is there somewhere I know usually we'll drop the links in the chat, but is there a website or anything yeah, that you'd yeah, like to share? Yeah, my website is myintuitivehealth.com and that'll have all my latest programs. I have the Cook Lighter Challenge in September and um, then a program beginning in September and also January. Um, and then I'm also on Instagram quite a bit, which is hannah.mckittrick. And yeah. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, thank you, Jamie. It was such a pleasure.